always start the show on the beat drop. What's going on, Miami? How are you? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. How are you? What's up, uh, Bone Squisher? Welcome back, Bone Squisher. Been a minute. Uh, Fawad, he art. What's up, Miami? Uh, happy Monday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. It's off to another great start here in the city. What's up, Mikey? Uh, i like to first start off the show by saying rest in peace, Bob Saget, uh, a comedy legend. All right, he's legendary. And I want to ask the city of Miami, what are your favorite comedy moments uh, of Bob Saget? Uh, so let's go ahead and just put it in the chat. Anything that comes to mind, whether it's something, an episode from Full House, a cameo he did. As a matter of fact, that's one of the best things that happened Uh in my opinion, with Bob Saget's career, when he started making random cameos. That was so cool. From uh, half-baked when he was the guy, you know, in the AA program, uh, no, for drug rehab, and and Chappelle goes up on stage and says that, oh, you know, I'm addicted to marijuana, and then he compares it to being addicted to coke. Great scene. Uh, In Dumb and Dumber, when he was uh, going into the bathroom, and then uh, one of the... One of the main characters started, like, pooping all over the windows and his reaction towards it. When he walks on camera and you don't expect it, there's just something magical about that. Uh, Fawad Fawad says, rest in peace, Danny Tanner. All right, well, however you remember him. Remember America's Funniest Home Videos? Rest in peace to the host of that show. Let's look up uh, Bob Saget movie cameos. Uh, Let's see. Dirty Work. That's right. He did it. By the way, one of the best comedy movies that are very that is very underrated. Uh, go check out the movie Dirty Work with Mark, um, with Norm Macdonald and Artie Lang. Uh, one of one of the most flew under the radar comedy movies that, that I've ever seen. I think it's on Hulu or something like that. Another thing that I really admire about Bob Saget is that. Uh, oh wait, I see here. Bone Squisher says, "Dang man, I can't believe it." Uh, I got teary-eyed and all. I've been watching Full House for 30 years. Did he make a return on Fuller House over on Netflix as well? I remember one of the jokes he said is like, you guys remember uh, Kimmy Gibbler? Yeah, I banged her. (laughs) That's one thing that I really liked about someone like Bob Saget. Bob Saget normalized comedians being, uh, being 180 in terms of being clean and dirty. That's, that's what's awesome about a comedian like that because that's something that I've struggled with in my own personal comedy career. Like, I I can be a dirty comic and have fun with it, but some audiences prefer a clean comic, and then I got to learn to have fun with that. And I did because of uh, the opportunities that are involved in being cleaner, uh, like YouTube pushing your videos further, the algorithms and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, whenever I pick up on a, bir- on a birthday gig and they want the comedy to be clean or a corporate show... You got to be able to differentiate between the two. So then if you do dirty and then you go out and you do clean, well, which one are you? You know what I mean? Are you a clean comic or a dirty comic? Well, according to the work ethic of the great Bob Saget, you can do both. Because Bob Saget, he has that face. He's like, oh, he's such a lovable guy. Wasn't he the guy from Full House? He was such a great dad. He really made you think that he was the father of all those ch- of all those, uh, of all those daughters, was did he have a son? No, he didn't have a son. It was mostly girls, right? I forget. It's been a long time since I've seen Full House. 
Um, so another thing I'd like to point out that I loved about Bob Saget was whenever you go up on, whenever he goes up on stage, it's an exclusive uh, thing. Like it's only for those that are there. Like you'll never see that Bob Saget anywhere else. Like whatever his material is, whatever songs he sang, he was just a multifaceted. Um, oh, shout out, Bone Squisher. Thank you, Bone Squisher, for purchasing the first badge of the evening. I appreciate it. Financial freedom comes through badge. For what means as corny as it was, carrying one of the leading sitcoms as a lead actor is a monstrous feat. Hard work day in and out. Well, uh, for what, you know, for you, uh, you may see a corny. That's one thing I learned about comedy, man. You got, if you really want to be good at uh, being a comedian, and this isn't for everyone. But one of the best things that I can uh, tell uh, those that really like comedy is try to take in as much comedy as you can, even the one, even the type you don't like. And the reason why I say that is because you re- you kind of see comedy being multifaceted that way. You kind of see it like a 3D object rather than a 2D object. And that's why I like Bob Saget so much as a comedian, because he was able to, you know, combine clean and dirty comedy together in such a creative way that. Uh, he really just differentiated himself on how he came off. You know what I mean? Like, you look at Bob Sagan, and you just get this wholesome feeling, and then he just throws you this curveball, and it's a whole different kind of comedy style than what you expected, which, which kind of amplifies the comedy in itself. You know what I mean? First time doing that. Thanks for making us laugh. And thank you, Bone Squisher. With a name like Bone Squisher, you make me laugh the first time we met. Bone Squisher. Yeah, I run a fetish page where I sit on people. By the way, that is the truth about Bone Squisher. Make sure you check out her work. If you like to see uh, men being sat on by hefty, beautiful women, Bone Squisher is your go-to local to to watch. No doubt. Corny in quotations, I should have said. Of course. There you go, Fawad. We learn together. Look at that. Look at me and Fawad getting insights together. That's what the podcast is all about. Us having these types of conversations. Uh, yeah, so be as multifaceted as you can in comedy. You know, I try to, like, watch comedy that I don't understand and try to figure it out. Like, why is this funny? And then when you watch it and then you kind of see life a little more, uh, I mean, you kind of see comedy a little more in that perspective, you, you get funnier because you're like, you know what would be great here? If someone slipped and fell on a banana. This would be perfect, right? That kind of comedy, like physical slapstick comedy, which is... I never was into slapstick. I never liked goofy comedy. But when I made myself watch it and tr- and actually enjoy it, like don't watch this stuff and be like, this ain't funny, this ain't what kind of, right? If you do that, you're not going to enjoy it. If you go like curious as to like, why is this funny to people? You'll find yourself enjoying it a lot more. Like I love the Three Stooges. Right. And I thought when I was growing up, I never thought I'd get into the Three Stooges at all. You know what I mean? And then they go around running around all fast or like they do like the physical humor where they start running around and like the bookshelf starts spinning and they're just like looking around like that. And they're just running and they they fat they fast forward the tape. That stuff, if it happened in real life, it would be hilarious. Like if I were to run like let's say if I get pulled over by the cops and I just run and it's normal speed. Right. I uh, that would be like a serious situation. Right. The camera from the helicopter is like recording me running away from the police. 
But if you fast forwarded the tape and then you add the Benny Hinn music, and I'm just running around. <laughs> That's fun to watch. That's entertaining. Thank you, Miami's on the chat. Welcome. By the way, big shout out to Thank You, Miami. We got a, sh- a late night show tonight over there. Swing by, check us out, and try the 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 night owl menu. Uh, Art of As Music, welcome. Michael Plantata, Les Kwan, Lily, Monica, welcome to the chat. Uh, guys, remember, this is a two-way podcast. If you guys want, go ahead, put it on the chat. What are your favorite Bob Saget moments and why? What episode of Full House did you like? What movie did you like? Uh, so on and so forth. Let's look at some um, TV shows. And, uh, yeah, I don't think Fuller House did a good job last year, right? Was it because of the pandemic? Oh, yeah, his cameo on Louie. Uh, if you guys like uh, Louis C.K., his cameo was actually a really cool episode on that one. Uh, the Larry Sanders Show, another classic comedian. Uh, yeah, but no, the Dumb and Dumber one and Half-Baked definitely take the cake as one of the best. All right, so here it is, Father and Scout. So if you guys want to see a clean version of Bob Saget in the movies where he comes off as a wholesome father, watch Father and Scout. There's something just something about his face. He just looks like the kind of guy that would just sit down in the dinner table and enjoy apple pie with you. And he'll get along with your mom. He won't hit on her. He won't, he won't feel weird. And then out of nowhere, Bob Saget just starts rolling a blunt. In front of everyone. <laughs> like he wins your heart. Right? And everybody at the dinner table is like, oh my God, Bob Saget, you're such a great guest. We're so happy to have you in our home. And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. just rolling up a blunt. Right? And then he'll go up on stage the next day and start singing a dirty song about your mom and what he would have wanted to do. But he won't say it at the dinner table. Uh, this is uh, this is the uh, the description for the movie Father and Scout. An unathletic writer, Bob Saget, takes his son, Brian, on a competition-filled camping trip to Catalina Island. Aww. You can watch it over on... Uh, I'm going to watch this tonight, actually. Father and Scout on Amazon Prime for $2.99. Yeah, to commemorate the great Bob Saget, I'm going to see a clean... I'm going to see a squeaky clean and wholesome Bob Saget this evening. To reminisce on what America thought he was. Uh, how many episodes was Bob Saget? Oh, America's got America's Funniest Home Videos. How many episodes was Bob Saget in America's Funniest Home Videos? Seven hundred and twenty-three episodes. Wow. How long was Bob Saget on? For seven years, Saget was. No, I don't want to read that. That's all right. <laughs> The Full House alum hosted AFV for eight seasons from 1990 to 1997 on ABC. Ooh, this guy was dedicated to the art. Yeah, and of course, they gave it a bad rating. They gave it a 3.6. But here's the thing about America's Funniest Home Videos. It's just like this podcast. They allow people to contribute to the show. Even though you guys are just watching tonight, I guess nobody. A moment of silence on the chat for Bob Saget, I guess. Right? Is that what we're doing here, guys? Uh, Bone Squisher says, no, I'm retired. Oh, so Bone Squisher doesn't do the videos anymore. I'm going to go over here to Facebook. Uh, Bob Saget's signature moment, half-baked. You ever suck? Can't curse on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I posted that meme today, actually, uh, Laz. But yes, that is one of the best 
cameos that has ever occurred in the history of Hollywood. Bob Saget showing up on the movie Half-Baked, which I believe was somewhere in the end. Stop, welcome to the chat. Only in Miami. How many only in pages are there? Only in Hialeah Gardens, only in Miami, only in Kendall, only in Broward. It's not only if it's happening everywhere. Think about it, guys. <laughs> only in Kendall, only in Miami, only in Hialeah Gardens. Uh, it's happening outside of whatever it is you're saying only in. <laughs> Just kidding, only in Miami. The one and only in Miami. Uh, online Susie, Mixed Chick, Edward Folding Hands, Sierra. Welcome, guys. Uh, what are your favorite Bob Saget moments? Um, let's keep looking online. Let's see what else we can find. Uh, yeah, I liked America's Funniest Home Videos when I was growing up as a kid. It was wholesome fun. There was nothing wrong with it. Bob Saget Funniest Moments. Uh, how I Met Your Mother. Was this a TED Talk? All right, look, on Variety Magazine, if you guys want to see a good good article, uh, watch Bob Saget's Funniest Moments from Full House to Dirty Jokes. Uh, There's a video clip of him at Dangerfields. Wow. Wow, I didn't know he performed there. So Bob Saget was probably one of those talents that they found uh, really early on in his career. 1984, he performed at Dangerfields, which, by the way, uh, Dangerfield's uh, Rodney Dangerfield owned, owned a comedy club in New York and they would film mini comedy shows there and put it up on television. So go check out this variety article that seems to have some of the best clips of Bob Saget's career uh, from dirty from clean to dirty jokes. Dad's dirty jokes. Oh, and he was also on hot ones. I love that show. Hot ones. Man, there's so much I got to catch up on with Bob Saget now that he, now that he passed away. Uh, but it's exciting to kind of like really explore the career of one of the greats that did it, huh? Um, to see somebody's work is great, uh, especially when it's like a marathon, you know? Like I remember there were some TV channels that would have like Richard Pryor's best movies back to back. I forgot what it was. I think it was like USA or something like that. Or was it HBO? I forget. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's one thing that I really enjoy about comedy. Like when you look at what, like when they're alive, that's one thing about comedians, man. Like you only enjoy their comedy when they pass. When they're alive, it's almost like, all right, you know, they're out there doing their jokes or doing their comedy. That's their style. Oh, look, they're at the improv. Let's go. But as a comedy fan, when they pass, it's like, man, this guy's never going to write or perform comedy ever again. Let me go and absorb this guy's comedy or this girl's comedy style or or their comedy style. I'm sorry. It's 2022, man. You get it right. Let me absorb their comedy style and really understand where they were coming from. Um, to the un, Up until now, they have yet to discover the reason for uh, his death, uh, which I hope is not too much of a concern. Um, you know, I don't want to I don't want to hope for the worst. I mean, hope. I don't want to. I don't want to hear the worst, but I hope that it was something that wasn't as bad as I. I'm thinking it might have been. I don't want to say any. You know, I don't want to like assume what it is. I don't want to be that guy. But um, comedians, man, you know they they can be troubled uh, by a lot of things. I mean, when you look at the work of Robin Williams, no one ever saw suicide. Uh, 
well, at least I didn't. I didn't see suicide coming from that guy at all. And when he when he killed himself, it was it was shocking to see how such a happy uh, person on camera would be able to do such a thing. And you're just in shock. You're like, I can't believe. But then it just turns out like some comedians are really good at just keeping the laughs going. And we forget that outside of the entertainer lifestyle, there's a person that might be going through stuff. And this is their defense mechanism or escape. You know what I mean? Drugs also chases com- drugs also chase comedians. Like when you look at the way uh, Chris Farley passed away. Like that, as a kid, I used to love Chris Farley and all the movies he was in. As a matter of fact, Chris Farley was one of the first people to expose me to comedy because his movies were so funny, even as someone that was like eight, nine, ten years old. And then when he passed away, um, I didn't, I just didn't see it coming, you know. Um, but for for comedians to live a tragic lifestyle, sometimes they say tragedy brings the best kind of comedy, which is true. However, in my life, I try not to. I, I try my best not to make that the case. I kind of just make fun of stuff and try not to like find the tragedy or drama in things. Um, but comedians do have a really huge resource when it comes to finding the tragedy and making light of it. And it's just something that we're, it's like our superpower. You know, it's just something that we're really good at doing um, because we have that perspective, right? Like somebody throws something that's insulting our way and instead of getting insulted, we actually just, you know, show them the mirror and reflect it back or whatever it is like a heckler trying to ruin the show someone on the chat trolling uh you know there's just a lot of situations where someone just tries to throw you negativity and us comedians we capture it and we just flip it on its head and we make it funny um but yeah bob saget man uh now official officially a comedian that will go down in the history books as one of the best that ever did it uh my favorite thing for the record uh, of Bob Saget's career is that he was the kind of person that um, would come off a certain way and then he would have a whole different way to do it. And that is awesome. For you to have a successful career on brand with you being a dirty and clean entertainer is awesome. So shout out uh, to the life and legacy of the great Bob Saget. All right, so uh, with that being said, tonight we're going to keep the comedy train moving along as Bob Saget would have wanted to. Keep laughing, keep enjoying, keep being entertained. Enjoy yourselves, guys, okay? That's what us comedians do. We want to make sure that you guys find the funny in everyday life, and so tonight is no different, especially here in the city of Miami. Tonight we've got an early show, 8 o'clock at the Red Bar Brickle, and then we've got a late-night show over at uh, Thank You Miami. So... To uh, give you guys an example of what you can expect over at the Red Bar. Red Bar Comedy Night is where you go, you hang out with tourists, you hang out with locals. People in Brickle come downstairs, they watch the show. It's a regular, it's it's a legendary spot in Miami where you find some of the latest and greatest comedians that have been performing here and that have moved on and sometimes even come back just to go there. All right. Uh, The next one is the uh, Thank You Miami Comedy Spot. For a long time, a lot of people have been asking for a late-night comedy show on a Monday, and here it is, okay? Thank You Miami has picked up our late-night show. It starts at 9 o'clock, but it lasts till who knows? And it's a great place to have a beer. It's a great place to um, uh, have some food. I've tried, I've tried three menu items so far. I've tried the chicken tenders. I've tried uh, breakfast for dinner, and I've tried their um, Damn That's Fire burger. Some of the best munchies food I've ever had. Better than diners. Okay? If you guys go to a diner, 
And you like the food. Wait till you try the food here. Um, the person that does it is a fantastic uh, chef, uh, cook in the back, and he's very, uh, let's just say his creations are very, uh, very unique. So go ahead and try it out. Uh, tomorrow, we are at Dom's and Brickle, which is uh, a restaurant slash cocktail bar. It's, I, I've noticed a lot of uh, people going on dates come out there. So if you ever need a date night venue, this is probably the go-to place on a Tuesday. And every show is always fun. Like, it, it turns into, like, um, I don't know, like, it looks like a comedy. It looks like Dangerfields. You know what? It kind of does. If you really, you know what? If you, if you look at a Dangerfields video, the comedy club, and then you look at Dom's Brickle, they set up this curtain in the back, which I've been wanting to get for a while. And finally, the owner set it up. Like, there's this curtain, right? And then when you put the spotlight on it, it really looks like a like you're in a comedy club. And, like, all the tables have these lights, like these candles on them. And then um, it's it's very intimate. So, you know, um, it, the laughs just get a lot better there because of how intimate it is. The more intimate the venue, the better the laughs. All right, that's a rule of thumb. And then after that, uh, we're back Friday night at Thank You Miami for a weekend show. Those have gotten really popular. We're getting some awesome attendees go, uh, showing up there. Uh, and Friday nights have gotten really popular because of the fact that uh, it's also an intimate spot. So do get your seating reservations for Friday and then Sunday night, we are back at Tipsy Flamingo. Last night was was one of the most memorable shows. Tipsy Flamingo is uh, another hot spot where you, as a local, can hang out with tourists that find our show there, and we just mingle, man. Like it's one, it's one big. Con- it's almost like a networking event of local. And that's a great brand for the show. Uh, Sunday nights at Tipsy Flamingo has has turned into a networking event where locals. And tourists come together and watch a comedy show. And then after the show, they meet. Like, we have 50% people from out of town and 50% people from Miami. And I don't know how that combination came to be, but for the past few weeks, it's been like that. Um, So definitely check out Tipsy Flamingo if you're feeling adventurous before the weekend is over. That is it for the Miami Comedy Podcast. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Shout out to all the uh, venues that we're going to be working with this year. More to come. All right, I'm already talking to a few venues to bring back Wednesdays and Thursdays. I got a better idea of what I'm looking for as well as what the audience wants in terms of a venue. So it's exciting to make these couple of announcements that will be uh, coming up shortly for Wednesdays and Thursdays, okay? I just got to make sure that the relationship is there, that the audience is happy, that the comedians are happy, and that the venue owners will be happy. And once the announcement is made, I'm pretty sure you guys will be pretty surprised on where we will be this year for those nights of the week. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Hope to see you at a show soon. Uh, Check out MiamiComedy.com. Support the podcast, MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. All right. Have a good night. Bye, everybody.